Welcome, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. Okay, let's see. We're going to be answering some of your crafty questions today. And Lisa Bray asks, are you using a heavy-duty needle? And I'm looking at the video. It's the Got a Pillowcase and a, and a Box video. Let's make a junk journal, a do-it-yourself book. Um... Okay, well, she might be, I maybe I sewed that journal on the sewing machine, and I generally use a universal needle, but I have used a denim needle and a leather needle before, and I found that all three work. Um, I have broken a few needles, probably some of the universals, but I think I went through a staple or something like that, and it caused a problem. Um, but overall, I generally use the universals, and, and I just try to gauge how much thickness, how many sheets of paper that that needle can handle, sometimes between 10 and 15 maybe sheets. Um, if you find your machine struggling, I would say don't don't use that needle or use a stronger needle. Um, but you'll find your happy place with your machine and what needle it likes. I'm sure there's some other seamstresses out there that could add some more important tips to that. I'm sure I'm using the wrong needle. Somebody just tell me which ones you're supposed to use. I'll probably still use my universal. Um, Okay, Uh, let's see. Uh, Jennifer Miller says, um, uh, thanks for the chat today. Bet you didn't realize we had an actual conversation, did ya? As always, you and Sunny made me smile. Oh, that's cute. Um, Deborah Reich says, how do how you decided when to use the glue stick and when to use liquid glue? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say if I have a large area, no, I guess that's not really true. This, um, hmm, that's a good question. Um, I think that the Fabrifix clear silicone glue is my strongest glue. If I need something super strong, I'm going to use that. Um, and if I need to cover a large area, I'm going to use my finger to knock down the glue mountains and flatten it out so it would almost be the thickness of a glue stick going down because you also don't want too many bumps and like hills and valleys when things dry. Um, if you're going to do a larger area, like let's say you're going to stick one page onto another, um, I might use a glue stick instead just because it gives me more surface area to work with and it's already flat, but I do tend to use um, Scotch Create glue stick. It's a permanent glue stick. It's a very strong, um, gooey kind of glue stick, and I like that one a lot. Uh, some of the other glues that are glue sticks that are not as strong, like the Jot glue stick from the Dollar Tree. Oh, I guess I is. Is there even glue in the glue stick? Please. Um, uh, it just comes apart like in two seconds. It's almost like you put a little flour and water and glued it on there. I don't know. I, I just have never been really happy with that one. And sometimes I've accidentally bought a temporary glue stick where you can, it's like repositionable. So you might glue it down and then pick it up and reposition it. Um, it never finally adheres. Um, and I've accidentally used those and things pop off with those. So um, yeah. Um, it's kind of a, I don't know, it's a good question. Um, there are some times when I'm just attaching a tiny piece of fabric onto something and a glue stick will handle that. Um, but I can also use Fabrifix in that thing. The glue sticks are probably a little less expensive than the Fabrifix overall. Um, so that might come into play. Often during the videos, I like to use the Fabrifix just because it's a very 
It's a very strong and fast grabbing glue. And even if my items are damp, like if I squirted coffee dye onto a piece of fabric and then I'm gluing it down, the Fabrifix, it doesn't care whether the, the fabric is wet, it'll just glue it anyway. That's kind of cool. Because you can get moving and get crafting. Um, although it would be better to dry the fabric first. Okay, Joanne Henderson says, How would you go about making a journal for men? What themes could you use? Looking for some inspiration. Love the craft chats with your interesting stories. Have how and why. Okay. Um, yeah, men's themes are fun. I mean, you could do Sherlock Holmes. You could do uh, pirates. You could do um, cars. Um, vintage men style journals. Um, oh, there's so many things you could do. Uh, movie stars, you could do like their favorite action hero, their com- comic, famous comic strip hero. Um, so many things. Lord of the Rings, um, you know, Batman, stuff like that. But I did, I made one for my husband. I've got a video on it, and um, I think it's like a junk journal for a man or something like that. It's got in the title. Um, or I made one for my husband or something like that. But I, I did a. Um, it was a uh, story about a lost treasure. It's actually a true story, and what happened, and all the people who were looking for it, and how they eventually found it. And I just made it a kind of a journey to go through the book. And then at the end of the book, it was his first birthday or something like that, or Christmas, and I put a little gold coin in the very back so he could have his own little treasure that he would find. He wasn't expecting that at the end of the book. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of interesting and fun things you could do. Um, you could do Edgar Allan Poe style journals, or maybe medical journals, or um, f- like uh, field guide style journals. Um, I mean, there's just so many fun things. I mean, if your guy is into cigars, you could do a cigar journal, or a wine journal, or um, car journal, or um, you know, what, what else are guys into? Tool journal, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, so, a sports journal. How about their favorite sports team? Something like that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That would be fun. Um, yeah, lots of ideas. Della Murphy asked, does your bird ever warn you of suspicious things? Um, well, I think when the birds squeak loudly, they're probably suspicious of something. My birds are, uh, they ha- they're close to a window. They're not in direct sunlight, but they're close to a window and they can see outside. There's a big pine tree out there and they see lots of other birds and squirrels and things like that. So they might give a squeak or a toot when they see something that looks menacing, like if a squirrel hops onto the window ledge or they see a hawk or something like that, they might give a tweet. Um, but yes, I think I think they do let me know. Um, my one little guy, little Leonardo, is getting very old. Um, he's doing okay, but he's, he's getting old. We're just kind of, we're kind of watching, seeing how he's doing. Mary Zan Warren says, what is that tool called that you ink the edges with and where can I get one? I call it an ink dauber, D-A-U-B-E-R. I believe that's made by um, Tim Holtz Ranger. 
And I think that I have a link for that in my Amazon shop if you want to check that out. Uh, but you can get those also in Hobby Lobby or Michael's Crafts or any online. They sell them on Amazon or Etsy or eBay, places like that. Um, they're not too expensive, but um, they're very, very handy. And you can even make your own dauber with an um, empty thread spool and a sponge, a makeup sponge on the end if you want to do that. Your at-home version. I didn't heart these. Let me heart these. That way I know I answered them okay um angel angela barker says who thought that watching someone make paper clips could be so fun <laughs> yeah thanks i'm glad you find it fun because uh, it is fun for me to make them so uh yeah always trying to make something different with the paper same old paper clips the altered paper clips why can you so it's like crazy go through them i go through them so fast it's insane um off top i guess it's off topic is there a way to Im- oh this is jmsl910 is there a way to emboss without buying an embossing machine? Um, I've heard of uh, like spritzing your paper, putting it in an embossing envelope, and then rolling it with a rolling pin or stepping on it and stuff like that. But honestly, I've had the best luck with my Sizzix Big Shot old hand crank machine. It's not electric, but it does the job well. It'll never fail you. I've had it forever. Um, there's fancier ones. There's electric ones. Um... And there's other ways to emboss, like you can emboss through those little um, brass stencils with an embossing tool, kind of tedious, kind of painful to to trace all those things, and sometimes you poke right through the paper, but, so I would consider that a big epic fail. I would, I would go for the Sizzix Big Shot or something like that if I was going to do it, but there's probably other ways to it I haven't thought of. Candice Rose asks, have you ever tried looking at Big Lots for a chair? They have decent furniture at a decent price, and that's where I'm buying my couch from. Um, It's funny because I have a Big Lots right across the street from me, so that's, that's kind of cool. And no, I forgot about that because I went to I went to Marshall's and I went to Home Goods and I found a chair in Marshall's of all places and uh, so now I have a, a replacement chair and I'm so happy it is it's way more comfortable than my other chair um, and it's uh, looks like it's gonna be strong and it doesn't have re- roller wheels which I'm kind of glad because with the pup pup underneath me I don't like rolling around too much in case I catch a tail or a foot but um, this is a stationary thing. It almost looks like a barber chair or something. Um, it's got a big, like, wide base bottom, like, flares out like a big circle. So it's not really going to go anywhere. But it's really light, and it goes up and down very high and very low. So it gives me a lot of flexibility, and it's got a nice padded um, seat cushion, which is really comfortable. I like that. I, my other one was hard. So this is making making my myself much more comfortable. <laughs> very important to be comfortable when you're crafting. Okay. Hey, Handy Sisters Crafts. How, wow, how long did it take you to clean your desk today? Sigh. I just can't get mine clean, LOL. Where did you put it all? Um, just off camera, probably. <laughs> um, no, I do. I do have to clean my desk all the time. And it's, it's funny because uh, sometimes I'll come in there and I'll just turn on some music on my phone and I'll just clean up my desk. Uh, I really have two desks in there to clean. It's an L-shaped situation. So I clean up the one where the video camera is, and then I clean up the other one, which is the what I call the overflow desk. It has my um, printer on it, and then pile of stuff. So if I get both desks clean, it's an awesome smoking day. If I get one desk clean, at least the video space, that's, a, that's an awesome day. And if I don't, I just shove it out of the way of the camera. And sometimes I don't even do that because it's just, it's mayhem always. And also, um, the instant it's clean, 
I craft and it's filled up again. So it's, there's a very small window of clean desks. So rarely, if you ever came to my house, would you see a clean desk? It's just, it's just so rare. Um, four videos a week and making, you know, doing stuff off camera. There's a lot of action going on on that desk, but it's, it's good. It's got good. It's fun. It's good, clean fun. You know, um, Starbright says, um, oh, she's okay. She was answering somebody's question. All right. Sally Brown asked, does the fabric, fabric, I'm she, fab glue, fabric fix glue, make your nail polish come off. What polish, what polish do you use? Okay. Um, not mine because mine's a dip and that means it's like powder acrylic, you know, and it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't make it come off at all. No. Um, if I use acetone on my nails, that would take some color off, I think. But, um, or would take the top coat off, I guess, that kind of thing. But so it's a dip from, I just go to a nail salon and get the dip, and it really lasts. I'm, I'm able to use all the dyes and inks and glues, and all I have to do is wash my hands, and it all magically comes off. It's like a miracle, for gosh sakes. So if you're ever thinking about doing it, yeah, the dip will do ya. Little dip will do ya. Um, could, okay, Nia Abilash asks, how could you, or could you please show us some junk journal stuff made using tea bags. I've got a lot of them hanging around. What are you doing with all those tea bags, Nia? Um, tea bags are kind of cool. They can be pockets. They can be um, tea dyed. They can be coffee dyed. They can be colored. Uh, you can, I will, I will show you some ideas with those. It'd be easier to show you, but you can tear them up and use them in collage, little like uh, different textures of paper. Um, you can fill them with little interesting things and make little, literally make little bags out of them and then add them as spine dangles or something like that, or maybe hanging from your, um, junk journal sash wrap that might close your journal. What do you think on that? Maybe we'll do a video on that. That might be fun. Um, Wanda Sinclair says, um, oh, what is the cost please? For a fundle, they're $59, and that includes free priority mail shipping. And a fundle is a collection of old and interesting papers like antique ledger and checks and receipts and postcards and um, um, tea cards and um, photograph, old black and white photographs, really cool things that you might enjoy putting in your junk journals. Um, Sassy Granny Vlogs, she said, if you get some old buttons, do you wash them before you use them or not? If you wash them, how do you wash them? Um, I don't wash them. Um, I've never even thought about washing them. They don't look so bad when I get them. Um, I mean, if they were sticky or gluey or something like that, I'd probably wash them, but they, they seem to come relatively clean. Um, I honestly never thought about washing them, but there you go. If you feel better washing them, then so be it. Angelica Sabo asks, question, is that seam binding or fusing tape? Oh my God, she's speaking language I don't understand. Okay, seam binding. Oh, what was I using there? Okay, I've got playing cards. Yeah, I remember. It, I think I was using seam binding in that video. Um, in the video, it looks like fusing tape. It kind of looked like it was as thin and even as ribbon. Seam binding is thicker. Can the fusing tape also be used since we are not heating it? Um, the fusing tape I'm thinking of has glue on it or it's that webby kind of stuff. So maybe I'm not thinking about the right thing. Uh, but I'm thinking the label of what I had said seam binding. So I'm going with seam binding. Love your videos. You make me want a junk journal. Oh, oh that's awesome. Um, thank you. Okay, let's go um, to the next question. Hey, oh, somebody else said, hey, Pam, I think I found it. It says rayon. Is that the thinner one? All I know is it was really thin seam binding that I Googled on, where was it? Etsy? No, 
Could have been Etsy, Amazon, or eBay. I can't remember where I bought it. One of those three to find the bigger rolls of seam bindings because, um, and it is rayon, but it will pick up some color if you use it, like if you soak it in coffee dye or tea dye. Um, not as well as a cotton or something, but it will definitely color some t- to some degree. Karen Vileda asks, uh, Sunshine is taking in the sunshine. Thank you for making simple, stress-free crafts. There must be a question here. When is Sunny's birthday, by the way? Sunny's birthday is July 9th. That is Sunny's birthday. Yes, he's about... Yeah, he's just... He's, oh, my God, don't be turning three. That's too soon. He's just two. Two and a half and a little bit. Yeah, don't get... Just slow down, son. Slow down. You're, you're getting grown up on me too soon. Um... Terry Rowe asks, could you please do the bunny rabbit ear bow up close and personal? LOL, sure, I will do that. I'll put that on a video. I've had a couple questions on that. Um, it's like how you take one string and, and tie a bow in it. It's pretty easy, um, but it's very handy if you're not aware of it. So, uh, Chris Welch, I'm in the UK. I've tried it on artists' tracing paper, but the ink never seems to dry. How do you get around that? And I always oh, a video called Got Tracing Paper and Rubber Stamps. Um, is the tea dyed oven dried more absorbent? Um, that's a good question. Maybe, I don't know. Um, or is the, the actual quality of the paper different in the UK? Maybe it's more of a waxy paper in the U- UK. Maybe it's, are you using a parchment paper and not a tracing paper? Oh, no, she said I've tried it on artist's tracing paper. Or is it a different pipe, type of paper like a paper? Oh, okay, she's thinking my same thoughts. Or is it a different type of paper like a ba- baking parchment? No, it was definitely tracing paper in America in America. That's all I know. And it worked. I did cough. No, I tea dyed it and I baked it. And maybe that made a difference. Maybe it made the paper fibers more porous, but I didn't have any problem with um, stamping color grab. No, felt like just regular paper going on there. Okay. Ellen Taylor asks, what is the name of the tool you used for applying the ink on the stencil? Oh, it looked like a stiff brush, but I couldn't tell for sure. Thanks. Okay, I think she's talking about the um, densely packed makeup paddle brushes. They have like a lot of bristles condensed, and they are wonderful to use for stencils. Oh, my gosh, they get the job done. You get nice, crisp stencilage out of it quickly. They are wonderful. They usually come in sets. You can get them like a set of all the same size ones or variable size ones. Um... And they're all great. I, f- I'm, I found my first pack in TJ Maxx a long time ago, but now you can buy them online anywhere. They go by makeup paddle brushes or craft paddle brushes. Um, they're used in both areas, and uh, that's a really cool to ta- tool to have if you like to stencil. I highly recommend it. Oh, she's got a follow-up question. T- Ellen Taylor asks, how do you tea dye things? New to junk journalists have and have heard of tea dye coffee dye t- used for this craft. Not sure how to do it. I've got a video on coffee dyeing. I don't know if I had one on tea dyeing, but basically I, I would take a, um, like a casserole pan, something that's deep, and I would throw a bunch of tea bags in there and then pour some water. It doesn't have to be hot or cold. It'll just be faster if it's hot. Um, and, and like maybe squeeze the bags over and over to get a nice concentration. And you'll get to know how many tea bags that you want for the depth of color. It just takes some practice. You're going to put a few in. That's not dark enough. Put a few more in, a little darker. And you won't know until the paper actually dries what level of darkness you're going to get. So a little experimentation. I usually throw a whole bunch in. Um, in one big casserole thing, I'd probably throw... 
15. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give it that number. Um, and, you know, it depends on the tea, too. Different teas have different depths of color. So, and you can use ruib, ruibos tea or hibiscus tea or rosehip tea and get different colors, too. So, kind of remember that, depending on what you use. Um, how do I get the newsletter? Um, there's a link below all my videos and you on, on YouTube, and there's a link to sign up. And uh, once you sign up, usually the next day or the day after that, you will be getting your first newsletter for that month. And then on or about the first of the subsequent months, they will arrive automatically. Um, and you can unsubscribe at any time. But there's a freebie section down at the bottom, which holds your freebie digital image of the month, as well as a note from the bookmaker, which explains what a junk journal is and how to use it. I like to tuck that in the front of my junk journals that I give people so they have an idea of what on earth I just gave them. It, it's great for the squirrely face that you get. And um, not you get, they get. And uh, well, I guess you get it once they give it to you, right? <laughs> and um, yeah, so that, and what else? You get a checklist of junk journal supplies to keep your eyes open for. It's about seven or eight pages long as well as um, um, a list of page ideas. Um, if you're having a trouble blank, uh, breaking the blank page. So I hope this uh, gives you some ideas. It was wonderful getting to know you and all of you and wondering what you're thinking about out there. So thanks for joining me on this um, podcast of paper. And uh, I'll be talking to you soon. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>